chance to sit down with a young lady who has actually been on the pod last season, but for a very brief before the stage episode. And there was just so much more that we can talk about that I want to talk about. Do you prefer Megan or Meg? Meg. Meg Marco. So <laughs> let's start off with how did you get to Mason City, Iowa? Uh, thank you so much, Dave, for having me. Um, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. So my dad was in the army right when I was a kid. So I, I was this there in the other place, you know. And um, I w- finished high school in the suburbs of St. Louis in West County. And then I moved to Mason City for the first time. My cousin lived here and I graduated from La James. I went to La James. I moved away. I came back again because my good friend and yours, Tamara Lytle, actually acquired the Suzy Q Cafe in town. Shout out to Tamara. Yes, miss them. And um, Tamara got the Suzy Q. I uh, was in Kansas and I was like, hey, I don't want to be in Kansas anymore. Can I come work at your restaurant, please? And they're like, of course. So I've been here again since 2019. So about like six, seven years total, counting the first time. So like, what were you doing in Kansas? Um, so after I moved from here, I moved to Washington, D.C., and I ran out of money. <laughs> I ran out of money, so then I went, because my mom lived there, and then um, moved to Kansas, and my uh, mom's family is from there. I had an okay. aunt who owned a couple of local businesses, and I worked there with her. I love her lots, just didn't, you know, wasn't my thing, yeah. so moved here. Hey, what's good? It's Day. And uh, if you're listening and you're like, hey, how can I support more? How can I be a part of the magic in a bigger way than just listening to the pod regularly? That answer is become a sponsor. Very easy to do. And a lot of times people think you have to pay me hundreds of dollars. No, it's, it's, it's just a couple of bucks a month. And you can kind of pick and choose if you want to sponsor my Monday marital talk with my wife. If you want to do the Thursday episodes, if you just want to sponsor a segment, like Monica's question of the day or favorite things on the road, you can do that. Uh, if you just want a shout out, like, hey, shout me out. Um, I, you know, uh, I, I lost 70 pounds, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, uh, I just finally fit in my size five shoe, whatever it is. Like, uh, look, we can have fun. Uh, if you have a business, obviously, I'll read an ad uh, and support you in that way and more so uh, i just want to come up here and say hey look looking for sponsors we off to a great start with season seven and uh if anybody wants to jump on you are more than welcome how did you meet tamara when i was going to the james i think they had a friend a family member somebody was going there and they said oh my god you and tamara would be great friends and then we just we met that we were introduced through somebody that's how i met you uh you kind of perform as well like how long have you been performing um just a little bit here and there you know i unfortunately haven't devoted too much time to it because i'm doing all this other stuff i'm sure we'll talk about (laughs) um but yeah i feel like i mean when i was a kid i i was in music you know and i went to and taught at a music camp when i was a kid in st louis for real really yeah (laughs) i went there when i was young enough to be a camper and then when i was too old i was a counselor at this music camp in st louis um so i was doing that on and off and then yeah when i met 
Tamara, they were doing more shows, and I was really envious of that, so I kind of glomped on to them and started, you know, trying to weasel my way into their stuff. And yeah, haven't devoted too much time to it, but I do love it. So I was reading the paper the other day, mm. and I see your name, <laughs> uh, and running for the school board and all the candidates, because there's uh, eight candidates running, yes. but there's only four spots. Yes. Take me back to like the decision of, hey, I want to do this. I want to run for this. And if you can just share like what those responsibilities are that you would be getting yourself into. Absolutely. So after, you know, um, meeting Tamara, moving back, especially after 2020, a little more before that, though, but I got really involved in community activism. And through that, I met a lot of parents and teachers um, that are involved in the Mason City schools and neighboring schools as well, but specifically Mason City, talking to them and, you know, really prioritizing what's important because there's so much we can devote our time to talking to them and they're very worried about this upcoming election and my friends that are parents I know you know firsthand can't really drop everything and start a local politician career they (laughs) as much as all my friends with kids want to uh, they certainly can't and I luckily enough you know I don't have a ton of free time but I I wanted to um, spend that on the this and kind of work with them like any decision I would make and have made this far it kind of goes through friends and colleagues and what have you who are parents and teachers I also like to say I am a taxpayer (laughs) so that's my big thing the way that I am related to this at all and how that ties into your other question what what does what do they even do I guess there's two the actual thing that the school board is supposed to do is the budget okay manage the budget figure that out they get the money from the state and what have you they allocate that to where it needs to go can you give an example of they get money and they they put it toward yeah so recently um the school got a new athletic center a couple years ago okay so i i know that that i mean that decision was years in the making but they they did that so yeah just figuring out allocating what needs a new this or that what what new staff members can we afford what do we have to cut okay that gotcha. kind of thing. So that's the real reason. The real reason school board <laughs> exists. And then what the media has now misconstrued, and I guess is kind of true, but not to me. So you see all these school board meetings online now, right? At least a couple years ago, this was a really popular year or two, <laughs> of these like people reading these like naughty passages from books and like, I can't believe this is in all our libraries. And like all of this stuff to the school board, expecting the school board to be the curriculum, you know, which there are already so many um, barriers of what books get in the school anyway. So that was kind of silly that that got brought up at all. But anyways, so it, it seems <laughs> as some people think that the school board has this other kind of power in in a way they do that our other main thing that we actually do uh, with the budget is we can hire and fire a superintendent. Ooh. And I know we got a new one not long ago, Pat Hamilton. Shout out. He's great. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, from what I've seen. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> he's great. So, yeah, that that's really what they do. If we're at a party mm-hmm. and you walk up and I'm introducing you to someone, what would you like me to say? What words would you want to come out first? 
Well, if they're a Mason City voter, <laughs> tell them I'm running for school board election November 7th. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I like but it. I, yeah, as, as far as the activism goes, I, my biggest accomplishment, my pride and joy thus far in my life is I threw Mason City Pride in 2023 uh, with the help of some folks. But I, you know, we really all just kind of put it together grassroots. I, yeah, that I threw Mason City Pride, especially to anybody that was there that's my pride and joy that I did that and then I've done you know I've helped with other events in the past as well with Mason City Voices for inclusion I volunteer when I can I give free haircuts sometimes so yeah those are like my favorite like little tidbits (laughs) okay so uh take me back to earlier this month and by the time this episode will come out the second board meeting would have already happened mm. uh, on the, the 17th. So take me back to the first one. Do you feel like you were able to represent yourself to the best as far as what you wanted to accomplish? Yeah, I think so. So the first public forum, um, they stress that we can't call them debates because we don't talk to each other. So <laughs> there was a panel. It, this one was um, the one on October 2nd was ran by the League of Women Voters shout out North to them. Iowa. Yep, shout out. I didn't know they can do that. Yeah. Like, is, it, is it like just anybody can sponsor it? or? I think because they are nonpartisan, they're also doing on Monday the 16th, the City Council. Oh, okay. um, public forum, okay. a similar setup to, to what we had. So yeah, the League of Women Voters, they had a um, moderator panel. They I know that they took some questions from the audience and they had some themselves. And yeah, they asked us and then we kind of went down a row answering the questions. I was very nervous until it started. Huh? Um, I tend to like over-prepare and over-hype and then when stuff gets started, I'm like... It's fine. I got this. <laughs> Sounds like me right before I get on stage. Exactly. Like <laughs> right. It's you get in the groove. It's like, I got this. I can answer this, you know. Was there any moments where like someone would answer the question before you and you're like, oh, that's that's my answer. Like <laughs> you took you took what I was going to say. Did that. Was that a thing? Yeah. So I sat. it was alphabetical order. And um, the four. So there's there's eight candidates. There's four who I'm endorsing well one and me and then the the three i'm endorsing and then four who i am not and the four it's funny we just happen to be in alphabetical order katie kaler jennifer lee meg marcos and madison nelson klmn so we were all sitting right next to each other katie kaler has been on the school board she's running for re-election oh, so okay. the fact that i was so close to her did help because she had the policy handbook <laughs> right next to her so when somebody would be like what's the what's the school board's duty on this and she'd be like well on page 12 section b and she could just so then i'd be like yeah and also what katie said like (laughs) so that was great i was able to yes and a lot of people i tried not to just be like i agree i tried to be like yes and right whatever so Uh, there was a part i was reading like someone said something and you you like disagree with it and i think it was the the bulk of like hey we should treat all kids Mm. the same or equal and with your age because you're it Gen Z, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I'm right on the cusp, but I, I'll claim it. <laughs> when I'm looking at it, and obviously knowing you, I feel like your unique experience really helps speak for a lot of students that do, they don't have that type of voice. Were you like, hey, should I say this? Should I not say this? Should I play it safe? Like, what what is going through your mind in those moments? That one first. I'll, I'll, I'll answer that one first because there's a couple of things. So first, it's going through my head. I am very lucky that I have. Um, 
My mom is literally a public affairs person for the government. She's one of the highest civilians that you can be working for the U.S. military, um, the Army. And so anytime something crazy like that happens, I call her. She's on speed dial. Like, if they ask about this, what do I say? <laughs> so luckily, like, I, I go through that with her. I've got, I go through that with other folks um, in town, you know, people who... Uh, you know, potential voters for me, um, my friends. So I know there are certain things, and I'll say it here. I wanted to go out and say on my Facebook page and at that public forum, I support and want to protect LGBTQ plus kids and staff before any, before and after anything else, uh, minority students, anything like that. I am here for them. But I was advised not to use those letters in that order. So I had to tiptoe around it, unfortunately. So that's that. Um, the second thing, my age. So, and I've said this, I think, a couple times at the school board meetings. And I do love the school board members. However, when things like vapes or like social media or active shooter drills even when that stuff comes up most of them i think maybe all of them did not have that when they were going to school i did i remember being in high school even middle school with with some of that stuff um again i'm on the cusp but you know i i do think there is a little more a different perspective I'm coming from with that. It does hurt a little bit. Like some people, um, there was this big hullabaloo and I finally got them of yard signs. So I, you know, I was able to do it. I am blessed in ways, but I was dragging my feet about throwing money at these yard signs. I know you know what it's like to buy promotional stuff and how you're like gritting your teeth like this better be worth it. (laughs) So um, like that in older folks with more money, are able to just throw their money at signs and stickers and ads and whatever. And I had to like, you know, count the money. And then one thing I'd really love to mention, you said about the, the quote of treating kids, kids equally equality versus equity. And I wanted to say this at the public forum, but I didn't want to go over my time. There is a comic strip. I love a little square one. And it's a bunch of animals. There's like a goldfish and a bull. There's an elephant. There's a monkey, a dog, a cat, right? And there's a teacher and they say, okay, kids, climb this tree. So does that mean that the the goldfish and the bull is stupid or the elephant is stupid? No, they just can't climb the tree. So they're treating all of these kids, animals in the metaphor, they're treating them equally but that doesn't mean that they can all do what they need to do. You know, maybe somebody needs to put the goldfish up there or we need to have a different assignment for him, you know? 100%. I wanted to say that on the forum, but I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it gets said oh so many times, like, let's not let it be about race. Let's not let it mm. be about that. But at the same time, if we really want to attack some of these issues, the, the concept of, of treating everyone equal sounds great. But that's not what's required sometimes. And and then some people have a head start. So if we're giving mm-hmm. everybody six steps, this person who has, you know, 16 steps ahead of everybody will be more ahead of people. So uh, for the final one that's coming up, format, is it anything different? I know this is put on by the, by the teachers, right? Yes. This is the Mason City Education Association, the Teachers Union, I believe. Yes. As far as I know, it's going to be similar. I don't know if they're taking audience questions the way that the League of Women Voters was. Mm-hmm. 
maybe there, maybe there. I'm I'm pretty prepared either way. I'm sure you read in the article that one of the four candidates I'm not endorsing did not um, show up to the last debate, and she will be at this one. I've heard, so that will make that uh, interesting as well. Did I did I read it wrong? She was there, but she just didn't participate. So I had heard because, you know, I get the inside baseball because I'm talking to the people. So I had heard that seven out of eight candidates RSVP'd. And I was like, who is that? So they they said who it was. And they're like, she's not going to be there. And she was quoted saying it was in her best interest not to participate. Okay. What what does that mean? Then about like 20 minutes in, I see her walking (laughs) in the crowd. And like, I'm trying hard because all these people in the crowd are watching me. I I realized I got to work on my poker face this whole time. Because when somebody (laughs) would say something, and I would like, also like Jim from the office, just like look at the the camera. It was a mess. But yeah, I got to work on my poker face. But I saw that person sitting in the crowd and i was like what okay all right you do you (laughs) and like i don't know if i need to edit this part out but two of them i think are just complete idiots i don't know (laughs) the other two that you're probably mentioning but i'm specifically talking about the two guys i think Mm -hmm. uh from what i've seen and what i've read like how do you not say (laughs) guys this is and not just gender specific, but like, yes, what you're saying is stupid. <laughs> like, I think I am able go. to say that with my own uh, words. I I was really I think that my family, I, I'm privileged to kind of be raised that way of like, kill him with kindness. Um, I've never resorted to the name calling nothing like that, because I feel like that means you lost. So with like clever words. So for example, I was interviewed by the Globe Gazette the other day, and they asked me what does the mohawk name change mean to you and i said i think it means that mason city isn't stagnant that we aren't living in the past it means that we can change and that we can move forward right so that doesn't i'm not saying it's good or bad which i'm sure you know how i do feel about that (laughs) but that way it makes the other person seem like they do want to be stagnant and they are okay with living a hundred years ago. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But it is difficult to, you know, to not personally go at it. But I also, here's a great quote. I wish I remembered who said it, but it was, um, never wrestle with the pig. You get dirty. Plus the pig likes it. Yes. yes. So I, I try to avoid fights like that. With your impact in the community, especially running for school board, what would you like your legacy to be? You know, let's fast forward 20, 30 years, God willing, we, what what are people saying about Meg Marco? Because of my, you know, upbringing, moving a lot, and then when I was an adult, I kept moving. I never pictured staying in a place, <laughs> uh, let alone for, you know, I've been here as long as I've been here. And then when uh-huh, I went on school board, I'll be here another four years guaranteed. I have never lived in a place that long, as long as I would live here after four years, ever in my entire life that was a lot to wrap my head around and especially you know my family and others some people that live here actually have a ton of attitude about um mason city and i decided basically went around the time i decided to run but that i was going to make this my home i'm going to defend it um this is this is where i am and i'm also going to make it what i want to be so with running for school board i often worry 
what actually can I do? What actually am I going to do? But at the end of the day, even if I can't influence a single decision, you know I'm a strong, fierce ally for uh, trans kids, uh, staff members, uh, gay, queer, minorities, you know, all that jazz. So I'm hoping that my presence on the board at all, when I'm out and proud like I am, will, you know, make at least somebody, some kid, some parent feel safer. Um, and hopefully that legacy continues as well. And with Mason City Pride, honestly, uh, we have the date secured for next year. And if we can keep doing that, I would love if that got bigger and bigger each year. And that if I, you know, was uh, one day when I step away, if it's still like, oh, remember when Meg, blah, 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 that would be incredible. I am Greek, but we don't have a big Greek family. So really, I'm really, truly, whatever happens in 50, 30, whatever years, I'm happy I'm making my 90-year-old yeah happy right now. <laughs> really, truly. I think she was worried about me for a second, but she always told me I should be a politician. So when I told her I was running for school board, she was the happiest ever. So regardless of what happens in the future, well, I don't know how long my yaya and papu still have. They're in their 90s, but I'm so happy I made them happy and Kind of screw everybody else. I mean, I, I'm really happy, you know, to to see everything going forward. But yeah, making my grandparents happy, my family proud, and hopefully making Mason City closer to the place that that I want to be in. Uh, let's go back to Pride. Two questions. One, what did it take to pull it all off? Because that was <laughs> I talk about this from time to time. My experience in Iowa, just in general, and one of my favorite things is witnessing things here that I didn't think were possible. When I went to the event, I had a show in Lincoln, Nebraska. So <laughs> it was like a five-something hour drive. <laughs> I I made it a point to stop in, and I only got like at one tenth of what mm-hmm. this event was. I was I was blown away by just that what did it take to pull this off and if you have a favorite moment of that day or a moment where you looked around and was like i just did this what was that um i was so happy to see you there i knew that you had to go so that was very kind that made me so happy um Okay, what it took, as <laughs> my dad would say, cojones. It took cojones. It, it, it really, truly did. the. Um, every day I had to, like, put that little voice in my head, like, throw that away. Like, just do what you're doing. Any imposter syndrome I had, I was like, get that out of here. We got, we got a show to run, you know. So um, I contacted, and I did have help from a couple of people, you know, my good friends Leanne and, and Megan. Um, shout out to those. Shout out. They, they, they're they've wonderful. They've been on the podcast as well. They're, they're fantastic. Yes, women. absolutely. And and they did help me as well. So I don't want to take all the credit, but you know, I was uh, calling the businesses, going to the, we went to the, okay, big thing the park board meeting unfortunately was the wednesday before the event that was a saturday right so this year we did it a year in advance so the park board meeting was easy peasy but for the event it was the wednesday before and we had at least between 50 and 75 i was looking forward i had my blinders on so i wasn't counting but i've heard over 50 uh protesters there but a bunch of old angry pissed off white people who came and that was one of the toughest moments for me ever to be honest with you is they got up and they told me how i personally meg marcos am hurting children should not be allowed around children that i'm 
the devil you know this this and the other of course i i should be you know i'm kind of used to it but to see that at like at a local government level all these people coming out that was terrifying so luckily we got the yes vote one park board member uh voted no because of the pressure which was funny to me because when we came back the next month for 2024 he had no problem voting yes um, because there weren't any kind of protesters. So I just want to shout, shout that out. Was there a moment? Yes. Um, so on a personal level, my mom and stepdad from Texas surprised me. They flew in. They didn't tell me they were going to fly in. I told them all about the counter protesters and about how I was worried about, you know, X, Y, and Z. My stepdad, Eric, was like... I, we would we would feel better if we were there. So they like did a literally like the week before booked a flight surprised me. That was incredible. That just made me feel so loved and like all of the community love combined was just incredible. Hey, it's me, Day Peace. I would love for you to come to a show, and that might not be possible. Like I may be doing a show, and it's not in your city or your state, and you still want to listen to my comedy or watch my comedy you can go on youtube and watch my first comedy special peace of mind or you can listen to one of my two or both of my comedy albums that are streaming on spotify apple music uh everywhere you listen to music uh i'm pretty hilarious if i can be honest with you and uh i love putting out this work at this point in my career and again if you've never seen me live just you know due to geography uh, those are other ways that you can uh, listen to my comedy and let me know what you think. Uh, so many kids I saw that you could tell the other 364 days in the closet. Well, kind of a metaphor because maybe they're not actually where, but you know, in the closet, couldn't feel themselves, but there were so many kids. And I mean, like, could be teens, but even my age, you know, who did not have a place. There were a lot of people from other smaller towns that came through. Um, it was just really incredible. During the drag show, and this ended up being on the cover of the Globe, there was a performer who ran through the plaza with the big uh, rainbow flag, and I started bawling like a baby. I was like, I never thought I'd see that in Mason City. Like, there were like two or three hundred folks in the plaza. This performer running through with this big <laughs> rainbow flag. I was bawling. It was, it was just an incredible day. I mean, I'm watching the videos and the, and the pictures in nebraska and it, it was it just looked, and even the day after like it mm -hmm. just it looks so beautiful like to have that stuff here is so special mm -hmm. and I, I thought it was i thought it was kind of emotional for for me to see like all ages like there was young kids mm -hmm. but there was also older folks and it seemed like everybody just had an amazing time. And I think the thing that I, I took away from it was it felt like everybody was, was being seen. Like mm -hmm. that you could just be who you want to be. And I'll share this. Like I do this, I do this joke where I make it a point to specifically say this and it kind of helps me know where I am, but I kind of already know it, mm -hmm. where I am when I walk into certain places. But I have this one line about, uh, <laughs> like, I feel like we should live in a world where you should be able to be whoever you want to be. No questions asked. And depending on where I am, some people will cheer. I'll get some mm. claps. And then sometimes it's dead silence. And so I'm like, maybe not here. <laughs> so <laughs> when, I, when I saw that, I was like, uh, good job, Meg. And, and good job to the entire team that, that helped you. Um, 
my last question and we can wrap with anything else that you want because I appreciate you making time but uh, the people in Mason City why should they vote for you and are you looking for votes from people that aren't that familiar with you that you think maybe are on the fence or are you really just trying to find the core people mm-hmm. that you think hey I want to be your your voice um, thank you. So I think, so people of Mason City uh, should vote for me along with the other three candidates. Um, I'm endorsing all of us, but I'll focus on me. <laughs> um, I am not a single issue person. I do not have one issue here. I have something to weigh in about everything. I I think that that is very important to say. There are some other folks who have literally one issue, um, and that is their... <laughs> Sorry. And that's their jam. You're uh, so serious, but like <laughs> it's sad because these are grown yeah. people. Yes, I agree. That are acting not 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 like grown people. Yeah. Um about that so quickly i'll just say it takes me like every single day i wake up and go why am i doing this i can't believe they're letting me do this i'm a fraud you know like that little voice in your head so i think those people either don't have that voice or their way i don't know there's something about that so good for them in that way however i'll let me just go back (laughs) so not a single issue person i have been to i think i missed one but every single meeting since about february and i'd been to some before March, February, something like that, a school board meeting, and I'm there taking notes. I want, you know, the public and the board there to know that I am there paying attention. Like, at the public forums, I quote things that happened in the meeting. So that's helpful that I am, because they're like, well, how was Mason City X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, oh, well, at the meeting on September, we blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I've been in all the meetings. I, um... You know, I'm out in the community kind of frequently. I, you know, I got all my little jobs right now. I'm just kind of <laughs> running around and I volunteer now and then. And I love um, talking to people and getting there. What do they think that we should be doing um, from the school board, which is a double-edged sword. I don't, you know, not everybody has business telling me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that that's part of what I want to do on the board is kind of increase the public's awareness. I would love to kind of um demystify some stuff because whenever i hear about the board there's a lot like from people that aren't involved there's a lot of either misinformation or just like it's it's easy to get it confused i didn't care about the board till you know very very recently so um i i think why the people should vote for me i, I want to <laughs> represent y'all I, you know, I don't have kids, but um, I have so many loved ones that have kids in the district, and like I am so here for y'all. I care so much about the teachers. I got a ton of free teacher friends. Shout out always to the teachers. Absolutely. Don't know how y'all do that. Uh, please keep doing it though. <laughs> and and finally, the taxpayer. I always say it's students, staff, all the staff, not just teachers and taxpayers. I want to figure out where your money's going because I give a lot to Iowa. So so I want to know where mine's going too. And then the other thing you said... Yeah, like, uh, who, are you, who are you looking to read? So, a lot of my friends, um, everybody knows that I'm a big old nerd when it comes to, <laughs> well, basically anything. But specifically, like, I'm always looking stuff up. So, anytime it's time to vote, I look up a sample ballot. So, recently, I looked up the voting records for last year, or for last time there was a city in... Sorry. Last time there was oh, a no, city in school great. election. I didn't expect us to talk this long. This, oh, is, this is a fantastic episode. I'll, I'll wrap it up. Last time 
long there's a sitting school election, the votes were low-key abysmal. It was so sad to see because they don't give you the numbers. It's like the percentage of the county, like percentage of the people that can vote in the ward. Okay. And it's like 10%, 12%, 3%. And I'm like, come on. So really, Yikes. I would love to increase. Um, <laughs> I think me as, as, as a young person is like cool. I don't know. That That's so cringy to call yourself cool. But you know what <laughs> no, I mean? To like try I'm to be like, cool. like, I'm out here, you know, <laughs> trying to do stuff. I really, truly would love more young people to vote in general. Under 30s, please, I'm begging you. Let's let's make everybody who talks crap about us, make let's make them look bad. You know what I mean? Under 30s, let's go. I know it's busy. I know it's a Tuesday. You got to leave your all your stuff and go do it. But also, yeah, literally anybody. I just want everybody to be more involved in their community. I hate when people talk uh, smack on Mason City and then I don't I don't see them voting. I don't see them volunteering. I don't see them moving either. So anything else you want to say since I got you? Um, yeah. Uh, last day to pre-register to vote is October 23rd. I don't know if you can register in person for a sitting school election. You can find all the info you need for your polling place and what you need to vote online. It's November 7th. Talk to your friends and family. Please get them out there. And yeah, really at the end of the day, even God forbid if I don't make it, which, you know, I'm pretty confident, but if I don't get on there, um, I'm not giving up. Like, part of me is like, let me just pack my bags and go live with my mom in Texas. <laughs> but no, I will still be here, still fighting for y'all, still fighting for us. So I think you're an incredible addition to this place. Uh, my, my relationship with Mason City is I, I lived here, uh, met my wife, then we went to Arizona, and mm-hmm. now I'm back as well. And it's been an interesting last mm-hmm. seven years, but when I think of like glimmers of hope and you know positive things, uh, I think Meg Markle. So uh, mm. thank you for making time. It's okay. Thank you today. so so much for having me on. This is so wonderful.